At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. How are you taking us in? We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D, mm-hmm. the majestic D here in downtown Las Vegas. Um, whole bunch to get to this hour. Pete Futak on college football, Mark Borchard on Major League Baseball, and of course, Dan Bespris with his NBA season longs. He's got a bunch of season win totals to get to, uh, as does Kelly Bidlin momentarily, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a lot. Okay. I got a lot. Drew and I heads up on one or two. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I think we're heads up on two. Let me, uh, we got a lot to get to. Let me read some tweets real quick. That's so too. You do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I beat in the book. Joe Nigro. Hey, what team did uh, Phil Mickelson want to bet on U.S. or Europe? Or Europe? Missed it the first time they played the, the ad. <laughs> so great. <laughs> the number of times Billy Wallace, he wanted to bet $400,000 on his own team. <laughs> uh, Jeff Levine is still, uh, still pounding the Ravens defense thing. He says, pounding uh, the table on the Ravens D in DK's defensive player of the year market, only one. That's one Raven is listed at any odds of the 60 offered. That's the number one rated defense. The market loves names, stars, blah, blah. How about schemes, coaching, on-field leadership? Wow, that's... Uh... Jeff's just ranting at this point. Yeah, no, but what... Uh... Was it Patrick Queen who's having the massive season for them? I'm surprised, <laughs> surprised to hear the part that they only got one name listed. I know there, he's right. There's not you don't got there's not a lot of the star players on that defense, right? Where they're not going to attract the betting yeah. attention. But he's right. I mean, they're playing well. Titans insider who is uh, very anti Malik Willis. He he writes again. He says, "Believe me, Will Levis starting might not move the spread, but the fact that he will actually stand in the pocket and throw the football completely changes my position on the Falcons game." Malik Willis is a is a uh, Malik Willis at quarterback will result in run run pass punt. It's very anti. I, I completely agree. I, I think uh, this is new, where we have people tweeting the same thing in different form day after day. I, I am a Jay yeah. Gil. You know where I've stood on this team in that position yeah. for a long time. So yeah. anybody who who wants to hop on board, uh, please do. The um, I understand from a betting standpoint, the number's not going to change much. I would have that same thought though. I, yeah. I, I I would take the I would gladly take the unknown. In Will Levis versus the known in Malik Willis. Here's one for you, Nash. Last name Nash. Please have Kelly and Drew talk me out of taking a 31 to 1 Bogdanovich Six Man of the Year ticket. Snyder loves his first guy off the bench during the regular season, so I feel how could I not at that number? Well, I uh, that is a a perfectly timed tweet. Okay. Considering Drew just sent me over some of his other plays, that was one of them. Oh. And I immediately responded with a. 
because I'm high on the Hawks. We'll get to that in a minute. No shock if anybody's that's followed my interest. This just in. Yeah, this just in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I take it back. I'm like, man, that is not really even what I thought of. And it makes so much sense because of everything that uh, that tweet just said. You'll share the rest of I will, I, with yeah, I will, And I will be betting that. That will not be on there, but I will be betting that here today before the season starts. Sam Ginsburg, your reading of the Zinn advertisement is like poetry. Makes me want to start smoking just so I can quit. <laughs> Rich P. Not recommended. Rich PSM. <laughs> Thank you, though. Rich PSM, the most excited I've ever heard Gil in the history of the show when Drew announced that he had NBA season win totals off by 10. Give them to me, I said. And then Robbie Smith finally says, uh, guys, is it about time we talk about TCU receivers? They're talking about that uh, Jordan Addison had more receiving yards in the first half than Quentin Johnson has all season. He says, is it about time we start talking about TCU receivers the same way we talk about Ohio State quarterbacks? Route runners, they aren't. Still remember Josh Doxson for our beloved football team. Only high-level skill set was high-pointing the ball. Couldn't even do that. Jay Gruden used to just try to force the ball to jock Josh Doxson in the corner of the end zone. Never worked out. Um, it's an interesting note. By the way, C.J. Stroud maybe single-handedly turning that around for us. Right, yeah, yeah, so we'll yeah. See. <laughs> uh, real quick before we get to the NBA things, I wanted to do this yesterday. Well, here's the college football on Saturday. Sunday happens. We're all into the NFL. Then Monday we do guessing lines, so we really can't talk about college football. And then by the time Tuesday rolls around, we're three days away. So now my like passion for this subject is not as high. But I want to <laughs> as it was late Saturday yeah, night. Yeah. But I want to just say this real quick. My God, college football. Um, first of all, there's your garden variety bad beats, right? Like Oregon, 19 and a half point favorite. They let Wazoo score a garbage touchdown. They only went by 14. Uh, Illinois up 21 to 7 on Wisconsin. They lose 25 to 21. Wisconsin three point favorite in that one. There's that. There's the garden variety stuff. But what I'm referring to is the stuff that's just insane. Iowa, which I was not involved in, they're three and a half point favorites uh, in their game. And. This is this is their game um, against Minnesota, and just over a minute left. Officials wipe out a Cooper DeJean punt return touchdown that would have given Iowa not only a lead, but also the cover in the process if it had held. And they turn, <coughs> pardon me, they overturn it because one of his hands is pointing, and the other does this strange wave. He's trying to get his teammates out of the way or whatever, and they say it was a fair catch, and you can't field the ball he took it to the house oh gosh okay so that was the first one i'm like oh my god if i was involved in that this is nothing we hit on this yesterday with the the what's you know the catchable and non-catchable uh stuff in the nfl right that that the fair <laughs> catch signaling thing has, has always irritated me as well was, we don't see it we don't see it pop up as this well. was so clearly not a fair catch yeah. signal but they were reviewing whether he went out of bounds and while they were at the review they're like well by the way you weren't out of bounds but uh that was a fair catch signal buddy so that was the first one i was on pit were any of y'all on pit pit was a two and a half point favorite in their game um and Kristen view their quarterback third and eight at their own nine wake forest has only one timeout left so if he gets the first down this game is over salted away it is ruled that he started his slide before the sticks replay it really looked like it was not before the sticks and it was infuriating because all he had to do was run out of bounds. The game would have been over, yeah, too. Yeah, it's another brutal one. But even the fact that it wasn't reviewed, like Pat Narduzzi, like I would have been losing my mind mm -hmm. if I was Pat Narduzzi. He didn't get them to review it. And so then before you knew it, 
it was fourth and one. And then he, he didn't even decide to go for it either. He was like, I'm putting it. And of course, Wake Forest then with less than a minute left goes down and wins the game. And all of our pit betters lose. That was one of the most frustrating losses I've ever had in any level edit on any sport ever Ugh. on that. And then we did talk about this a little yesterday. The ASU thing against UW. And this was in-game bets. If you had ASU on a money line, if you had ASU plus two and a half, I think was offered at the time. But late third quarter... Uh, their quarterback, Trenton Borgay, was incomplete to Xavier Guillory. He just got mugged. And, of course, then it led to a blocked field goal attempt right after that. They didn't call it. First and 10 at the UW, 19-9-15 left in the game. Borgay to Troy O'Mare. They threw the flag. They pick it up. And I've never said, again, I've never said it on the show that anything is not above board. This was as close to whatever it got. Now, some people tell me they go, earlier in the game, actually, they they didn't throw flags when ASU defenders we're messing with UW receivers. I didn't right. see that part. But right after that one, pick six, Washington goes on to win it 15-7. to seven. They maintain their undefeated record. I somehow didn't see the but, ending. But that official had one of those faces, Pac-12 official, where it was right out of central casting for, God help me, I'm being held hostage. Somebody <laughs> above me is telling me that I have to call these or not call these. I'm so sorry. Here's the call. It just was just so oh, ins- it was criminal. Anyway, I don't know what I mean by all that at this point because it's three days after, but just... College football is a special kind of well. You get to deal, you get to deal with all that. It's the you, you know you hear me rage about it all the time. Where it's you know it's the nineteen year old kickers and you've got college quarterbacks and college refs and everybody involved and it's just man. Sometimes it can make it, it can just make betting tough when you know yeah. like you know when you're talking about the quarterback who slid. Where it's okay if you know if you go oh, and pick up the first dude. down and go out of bounds and it's not. At a college level, it's so hard to. DJ Manuel said it's the worst call he's ever seen in his life. Okay, okay. I'm not. I wasn't even going with the call. I was going with the kick because you said he could have just gone out of bounds and picked up the first down, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like so. That's yep. you know, like the NFL. You're going more nuts about the player. The player doing that. He should know better. The college level, it's a little tougher to say that. I think. Yeah. All right. What you got, NBA? Where do you want to start? You want to start with Drews real quick? You want to go NFL or NBA here? What were we going to do NFL? NFL here? bets from yesterday. Oh, yes. Thank you. Because <laughs> uh, we, because here's See, the my thing. NBA. Well, I'll go through okay. my NBA when we talk to Dan. Okay. We'll, we'll do that then. No, that's a good point. Because what we do on Guessing Lines yeah. is we try to extract value from our first look at the upcoming lines. I guess them, and then Kelly tells me what they are. And every week this week, we've had seven weeks so far. Mm-hmm. Six of the seven have been awesome, where the first instinct really has really have. manifested. Yeah, here's really There's have. that one week where it sucked. Yeah. Um, so we just decided the next day we ought to remind folks what those picks yeah, are instead of just like waiting till Friday. Right. We're so in the moment as we go through games yeah. on Monday. So, yeah, we figured we should make sure we do a recap. Of, hey, what did we actually end up betting after? Monday? So, so I did bet the two that I loved from the exercise yesterday, which is I bet the Jets at minus three at the Giants. Um, I just feel like that should have been higher. I get it. I'm backing Zach Wilson. But that's where we are. I, I just think that Jets defense is going to to stifle the Giants offense, no matter who the quarterback is. It's a quote unquote road game for the Jets. Not really. Uh, and by the way, it's down to two and a half. So it's gone against me. <laughs> yeah, so you can you can even get it better <laughs> than I don't got feel it bad. At. There's not many two and a half okay. out there. All right. But the point is, with a lot of these this year. It doesn't matter where the line has moved, right? Like, it just like whatever your instinct is, go. And the other one was the Detroit Lions. As much as I hated the Lions and faded the 
crap out of them this past week. I love them here. I had I saw it uh, where I had them at minus seven and a half. I actually bought them down to the minus seven. So I have the Lions minus seven this week. So you you and I were, I guess ten. Yeah, you and I were both discussing that yesterday. I was trying to figure out dance partners for teasers with them. I did do I did do a six pointer with the Chiefs. So Chiefs and Lions for me. But I did the same thing. My my the, the bigger bet yesterday was I just buy, I bought I did buy the half point. Uh, went down to seven lane with the Lions. I, I am with you. That was the number one game that stuck out to me this week and what the number was uh, against this brutal, brutal Raiders team. And the market, market's market been mixed reaction on this. Like, there are there are nines out there on this game now, which make far more sense to me. Mm-hmm. And yet there are still places hanging seven and a half, seven and a half, mainly eights. There's eight and a half. Anywhere between seven and a half and nine, you can get on this game right now, um, which is extremely fascinating to me. Yeah. This is, I don't get this. And the other one that I bet was I laid two and a half with the Seahawks, um, with the Browns coming in. That number is, I think, mainly three now, mainly three, but that's another one. Like, prove it to me. Yeah. And you smell a fishy situation with Deshaun. I know you do. Yeah. yeah. Your spider senses are tingling. Pete Futak on college football next. Numbers game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets. And where the money does not match the public opinion, you can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Check them out, all of today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Uh, I promise you, coming up this hour, nothing but a cavalcade of NBA thoughts from Kelly and Dan Bespris, as well as the NBA season tips off tonight. By the way, you see, hockey is doing that thing tonight that the NBA did. Yeah. They're starting every 15 minutes. That's a really cool, really cool idea. Remember when this happened with the NBA? So it was before Election Day mm-hmm. in 2022, the day before Election Day, because there was going to be no games on Election Day because they wanted everybody to go out and vote. The NBA did this thing where every tip-off was 15 minutes staggered after the other for all the teams in the league. It was awesome. I'm trying to think. right. Did they not do that again last year at some point? Maybe. Well, that was last year. 22. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kelly Bidlin, everybody. Thank, thank God Gil's um, here. <laughs> uh, thank 
God, I'm here. Uh, the, oh, but the the thing about that is you hope for fantastic finishes in every game, so it just goes bang, bang, bang. One doing it. So hockey's doing that tonight anyway, which I think is a great idea. Let me just read a couple of these college football tweets real quick before we get to Pete. Uh, J&J Watering Hole, what they actually called an Iowa game, this is good clarification, he said, was an illegal fair catch symbol, which isn't technically a penalty, but the ball is dead. All right. Same thing, right? But but technically, he's correct. Uh, some BS about gamesmanship in making the defense believe it might be a fair catch and slowing down. BS no matter, but worked out for me. Finn Fan Fall Holland. Tennessee was probably not going to win their game with Bama, but that officiating was atrocious, too. Another fair catch signal call that placed Tennessee on their own, too. It also appeared every third down stop uh, resulted in a controversial call on the Tennessee defense. Yes, that was at play as well. I also don't like I didn't see a lot of these, but but it is some of these players get way too lax with the fair catch. And sometimes it's like the. Just a real quick, like, wave. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right like, last second. Maybe make it a little clearer before you get drilled uh, by three guys running down the field. True that. I'm sure this gentleman has something to say about it from College Football News. It's the great Pete Futek. How you doing, Peter? I'm fine. You know, what? the Iowa thing was weird because for so many reasons. One, it was almost a miraculous cover or depending on how you were going the other side of that, obviously. And the, yes, by the letter of the rule, they called it right it's not like Minnesota slowed down though. So it was like, it's like you had the problem with the, I get the Iowa fan side where it's like, yeah, he kind of did the wave, but Minnesota guys just went full bore on him. And it's not like they really backed off. It was a strange, weird play. And if you watch the game before that, there was a couple of uh, drive before there was a real, a really bizarre officiating called the a bad catch that was ruled okay to keep an Iowa drive alive. But that, yeah, crazy stuff at the end of that. Yeah, and, and as I mentioned, Kirk Ferentz's issue was, was they weren't even reviewing that. They were reviewing whether he was out of bounds. And instead, yeah, while review, I mean, everything's fair game, you know? Look, if you're going to have the greatest slow on turf and you're going to rely on <laughs> That's mir- right. miraculous this player, you have to, they rely on the miraculous every single game. If you're going to do that, your margin for error is absolutely minuscule, but that that team is absolutely amazing with how they are able to do what they do. And now, you know, good luck trying to figure out the Big Ten West because as my Big Ten West friends, why don't we? You know, well, big deal. So we're going to go to the Big Ten Championship and get drilled. Yeah, but this is kind of your last year to do it because next year they go to no divisions and then you know Minnesota and Nebraska yeah. and all you have. Yeah, good luck with that. Felica texted in about this. You know what he said? He said blank Iowa. They had two yards in the second half. So there you go. That's yeah, how he feels about that, it. That, that, that's yeah. how they roll, though. That day, that was them usually. My but. point was, it wasn't even the worst. Like if I had to rank them, Pitt was almost worse than ASU. Like the Pitt thing was just mind-boggling. Anyway, oh, yeah, it's just yeah. brutal. Uh, what did we learn from Ohio State, Penn State? What's your big takeaway from that game? Uh, Ohio State's good. I mean, they just are. I mean, it's it. They don't look. I, I saw that as more of a really awesome game of defense than bad offense. And if we're all you, we're all used to, to the Pac-12 and conditioned for that. And as apparently so, nobody stayed awake to watch the Washington game because I did. Yeah. The, the tweets that I was getting oh. saying, oh, "Washington and Oregon would drill these guys." Like, eh, no. You know, the NFL talent on that Ohio State defense and the Penn State defense is next level. So, yes, Penn State does need a downfield passing game at some point. 
but I do think Ohio State is just that good. So you you do think because while you're watching that Ohio State Penn State game, your thought is, wow, whatever the opposite of that U Dub Oregon game was is this, which is no yeah. offense. But you read it as really good defenses. Let me ask you what I asked Felika last week, which is, all right, then put Michigan in that Big Ten mix. Are they that much better than both Ohio State and Penn State? Are they stealing? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're about to find out. And it, it, because they, because Michigan still hasn't really played anybody. I mean, beating Minnesota is just not that big a deal, uh, at least the way they did. And for all the, the that kind of feeds into the controversy is, oh my God, they're destroying everyone. Yeah, they also, I mean, UNLV is good and all, but it's not like they've played a Notre Dame or even an Iowa or even a, you know, West Virginia, like what Penn state did. But uh, I, I, I will see well, in two weeks. I think Michigan's right there. And I, I still say I'm going with my original call. We're going 2008, big 12 South. We're going to have three 11 and one teams in the big 10 East when we're all said and done. All right. We have nine remaining undefeateds in FBS play. One of whom is playing tonight. Liberty is a five and a half point favorite at Western Kentucky. Any thoughts on that game? Uh, Western Kentucky played bad last week at home. They, that passing game is not kicked in like we thought it would. And Liberty just kind of keeps on winning. Uh, not a great Liberty team, but bad schedule. I'm going with Liberty, but not too excited about it. All right. What's your favorite play this weekend in a, in a, on a schedule. That's not exactly the sexiest, may I just say. I somehow have nailed the pack 12. I've missed a lot of other stuff, but my overs and unders have been fine. The Pac-12, I'm at a Graham Mertz like 78%, shockingly enough, because the the home teams are, these games are kind of easy to figure out because they're all, all these teams are sort of the same. So with, in, in terms of like what they do at home, they all kind of rise up and we know Colorado is bad. So if you go with all those, Pac-12 has been sort of easy to get. Utah catch getting six and a half with maybe seven, depending on where you're looking at home against Oregon. I let, Oregon's a good team, obviously. Utah is just different at home. That is a that is a solid team to begin with. They won on the road, obviously, last week against USC. There's nothing flashy about them, but those lines are fantastic. And again, you're giving me a touchdown with Utah at home. I'm taking Utah. The one I'm a little less excited about, Arizona at home. Rested Arizona team. They're playing some good ball. Uh, Oregon State's rock-solid type, but I'm going with the two Pac-12 underdogs. Uh, Utah and Arizona, and I'm maybe going to kind of dabble maybe in UCLA because I just don't think Colorado is good at football. Wow. Are you becoming like a Pac-12 specialist now? Is that your new thing? I have to. Don't, well, I only have like 10 minutes left to do this, don't I? I guess if I'm going to be that. So, uh, yeah, until they, they go away. But uh, <laughs> I guess I am at the moment. 10 minutes left of the Pac-12 lifetime is what he's in. Lifespan is what he's talking about. I was going to say, on the air or in the yeah, break after, first Pete, I, this is the most Pac-10 I've ever heard him talk about. <laughs> Pac-12 I've ever heard him talk about. Uh, I love the Pac-12 because it's night and that's it, uh, a fully focus. There's not a thousand other games going at once. So I've always been sort of a, a Pac-12 aficionado. But yeah. uh, what about Louisville-Duke? Louisville, uh, four-point favorite, hosting the Blue Devils. Duke's great. I mean, it's, they're just, again, not flashy and Riley Leonard's playing as long as he's fine. As long as he's able to go on that ankle, I, I'm going with Duke again, just a rock solid team. That's just playing well. And they've got an NFL starting quarterback and I'm going with Duke on this. Okay. What's your gut instinct tell you about the, the four team playoff? Who are those four teams right now? 
It's are we assuming that Michigan's not just going to get nailed for all this? And yes, I, yes, I, we I, are. We're going to assume that. Yeah, because if they do, I don't think the NCAA can work that fast. I think that's the, it's a problem for next year and for Harbaugh's future. So if we're assuming that, that they're going to get their way in this, I'm saying two Big Ten teams. I am saying we're going to get both Michigan and Ohio State. We're going to have a two-loss Big 12 team somehow. We're definitely going to have a two-loss Pac-12 champion. I think Washington losing twice. And Florida State's got it kind of easy. So SEC champion, going to say Georgia, even though Bama's sort of sneaking up and watch out for Ole Miss against Georgia next week. We're going to be talking about this. Uh, but I'm going to go Georgia, two Big Ten teams, Michigan and Ohio State, and uh, Florida State with Michigan and Ohio State playing for the national championship just before the NCAA drops the hammer on the Michigan Wolverines. I think I have those four teams pre-flop in the final four, but I think I had two different ones in the uh, a different different pair in the in the championship. Um, real quick, because you bring it up f- fifty times here, Pete. This thing with Michigan and the sign stealing. I-, I asked two people. One person says, "Ah, it's nothing," and the other person thinks it's the most serious thing in the world. Where do you fall on it? Uh, I have learned over my twenty-five years of doing this. That every time I think someone's going to get nailed for this, like Cam Newton in two thousand ten, no. Jameis Winston in uh, 2013, no. And then they end up winning the national championship. So it'll be a big deal next year. Big deal next year. All right. Threaded the needle. Pete, enjoy. Appreciate you, man. There you go. Pete Futak, everybody. At Pete, F-I-U-T-A-K on Twitter. Now, I don't know if you know this, Kelly. Known as X. Yes, it is. You're aware of that? We, we all say it. Do, you, do we? No. No, we don't. Uh, coming back, Mark Borchard on baseball and a cavalcade of NBA plays coming up. Numbers Game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on v the Sports Betting Network. Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy bar canada at the d let's uh, bring in mark borchard from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert you can follow him on base winner on twitter also at basewinner.com the base winner podcast bet us how you doing mark i'm doing great gil i mean i had a really good experience at that uh game four of this series and and i'm super impressed i mean the philly fans were there in in force and they were good great fans but the diamondback fans were surprisingly really good loud and what an experience gil i just want to share this because i've been to both now the super bowl which i went to with the eagles and the game four with the phillies and i i thought game four was way more exciting than and and louder uh you know in my experience a better better fan experience for me gil than the super bowl was game for oh. a really really good good experience for me well it's the home team in this case right so they're they're going crazy uh with the game well, four. It, it was it yeah. was in the philly fans and I, I was in my phillies gear too and um I, I don't think that the the broadcast really caught the essence of that crowd and and what an experience the the alec thomas home run as the ball's leaving the park oh yeah the change in in, in noise of the crowd as it elevates. And then when it clears the fence, it goes, it goes to crescendo. And I thought that that was really, really neat. Uh, what gives, gives me chills even thinking about it right now, but this has been, uh, I think, it, you know, if you're a baseball fan, you've got to love this series. Uh, you yes. know, you've seen it all here. 
you know, if you're a baseball fan, you got to love both of these championship series. They were, you know, the one that's gone by with Texas and Houston and this one, which has the game seven tonight. So what about that game seven tonight in Philadelphia where Ranger Suarez is on the hill? Brandon fought getting the start for the Diamondbacks. But of course, each will get pulled as soon as there's some bad stuff happening. The Phillies are minus 165 favorites. And I was saying earlier, that seems a little high, doesn't it? Oh, gosh, it's way high, Gil. You know, I have this game as a pick em, personally. It's a, I have actually the Phillies minus 104 from a macro standpoint. And I'm trying to think from a micro standpoint, like, what is making this minus 162? And, you know, if you take a look at some of the advanced stats, uh, particularly pitching Plus, uh, Fat actually uh, holds the edge over Suarez. And then really getting into these bullpens and kind of how they've performed uh, in in the playoffs. Uh, you look from an expected ERA standpoint uh, since the 13th of October. So that would encompass this series, Gil. Uh, Phillies better than, than Arizona with, an, with a, a triple X ERA, if you will, 3.74 to Arizona's 4.24. Uh, but Fat really are fought, rather. Uh, really, he stymied the uh, the D bat or the uh, the Phillies, yeah. and and a fifty percent strikeout rate there. Um, and so you just got to think: well, is, is that, are the Phillies capable of turning the tables on him? And uh, my my opinion is that they are. And I think that one of the things that I observed uh, watching a Game Five is uh, Trey Turner got a raw call from Barksdale. It was a three two count. It was a ball, clearly a ball, and they called it a strike. But but what I, I noticed about that is when he went back to the dugout, uh, there must have been five iPads there that people were looking at. And I think that maybe the the, the, the new thing is you got to bring your your power charger, you know, your power strip into the dugout to, to right there next to the sunflower seeds and the pine tar. And uh, I think that, you know, knowing this, the front office, uh, and their their reliance on artificial intelligence and how they've really been able to set these players up. Uh, there was a really good report by Taryn Hatcher. She's the sideline reporter uh, for Philly uh, during the regular season on how Trey Turner has used artificial intelligence to adjust his swing when he was in the midst of a slump and then he broke out of that. And I think that they, they're able to see fat one time and then be able to kind of analyze uh, the, uh, the data that, and then pitch data I think they can really do that effectively, but it would really struck me as, as I mean, you know, th- okay. this, this, uh, the yeah. batters are, are as technology driven as, as I think it gets. Yeah. I mean, listen, the, uh, the Rangers sort of gave credit to that last night against Vasquez where they were like, or they were, you know, it, they they thought that they really made adjustments based on what they were saying. By the way, when uh, Altuve would get the screen, it was like a, a parent giving his child extra screen time because he done good with a home run. Like he's with his little with his little hands holding it. But uh, you went two ways on this game tonight. So you're saying it's way overpriced on the Phillies, but then you said the, you think the Phillies can adjust. So which way did you I end think up? So well, I'm not going to play the side. I've got I've got a lot of stuff on the Phillies. Please. I ended up hedging. I ended up hedging it yesterday with the D-back, so I'm going to stay off the side. I think the best way to attack this is to play your uh, best hitters for Philly in the over runs plus RBIs, uh, over a half run plus RBIs for uh, Harper, and over half run plus RBIs for Turner. I put that in a parlay, and it's plus money. It's a little bit correlated, too, so it's plus 106. And really, you talk about front office and, and, and setting up a team for the park, you look at Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, 
Bryce Harper's base runs created at Citizens Bank, and this encompasses uh, 776 plate appearances over the last three years. His base runs created 7.96, super impressive. And then you look at Turner, uh, he's got uh, 399 plate appearances there with a 6.17 base runs created. So you put those two guys together, and I think that that's a good parlay. I, I think they're going to be able to, to fight fought, if you will. Fight fought. Okay. Um, for those who are looking to sneak in an MVP play, even prior to Game 7, Zach Wheeler is 2-0 and already in this series. If the Phillies win, and one might expect that he might see some time tonight, is there a path for him to win the MVP at 16-1 to currently? Or no matter what happens on the, on the hill, they're going to give it to a guy like Schwarber? Well, I think it depends on who wins. I mean, I think, you you know, the obviously the Phillies. Kittle, yes, obviously the Phillies win. Look, I mean, Kettle Marte probably, I don't know what his price is there, but I, I think they give it to Schwarber. I mean, he's got five home runs already, and I think that that's, that's what they do. But, I mean, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see, Gil. I mean, you, did, you know, strange things happen in these in these playoffs. And if somebody would have told, told you last night that the Rangers are going to win 11-4, to four, I think you would have told, called them crazy. Schwarber's minus 125. Uh, Kettle Marte is plus 340. I was just uh, trying to peek or trying to ask the question about a long shot. Is there a path for someone like Zach Wheeler? Uh, I'll let you go with this. What about the prices? Have you made prices on a Rangers versus D-backs or Rangers versus Philly series? Have you made those yet? I ha- I haven't. I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy this game, and I, I think that that's a good play that I got. And okay. I've got, gosh. No, I don't know about you, but sometimes these series, you you make so many bets during the series, you, you kind of even don't even know what you have, and you kind of got to write <laughs> it down. You, you got eight or nine bets on a series. I'm, so I'm, either way, I'm going to win, so that's good. Good for you. I am going to watch this game tonight. I don't have a play on it either. I, I think uh, this is one you just sit out. Last thing, uh, do you have any instinct on it on a World Series MVP? Like, is there someone in your head who you're like, well, uh, Corey Seager's my guy at 6-1, to one, or is there somebody else? Well, that Adolis Garcia, gosh, you can't you can't fault the way he's been hitting. Nope. Uh, I you know I did a I did a to win the series home run prop uh, with both ALCS and NLCS. So he's tied. I guess I get a dead heat if if Schwarber doesn't hit one. But but yeah, I don't I don't see how. I mean, he's dialed in. So I would I would do a Garcia. That that'd be my guy for the back to back MVPs. Okay, Garcia for the World Series MVP, seven to one currently. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Gil. Mark Borchard, everybody, at base winner, talking some uh, NLCS Game 7 and World Series with us. All right, Kelly, what, what did Drew have left in his picks? Let's get to those for the NBA. Run through everything for Drew first. All right, let's hit it. Let's see. So the number, the win, the win totals real quick, where he had a significant edge on overwise Raptors and Timberwolves, and then unders, Pistons, Thunder, Kings, Pacers, Blazers, and then in the award market, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich of the Hawks, Sixth Man of the Year. We talked about that one already. I've added that as well. What number did he get? Uh, Twenty-two to one on that. You'll see him. I, I, I don't know what this is. Some of these awards. Make sure you're really shopping around if you're looking to make some of these bets today. I have seen vastly different numbers depending on player, depending on market, of course. But I, I just saw I saw a shop that had him at twelve to one. And I, I bet him at twenty five to one. Drew got twenty or I bet him at twenty to one. Drew has him at twenty two to one. We just had the, uh, the guy on Twitter said thirty one to one. He got yeah. exactly so yeah, yeah, anywhere between twelve to one and thirty one to one uh on that on that 
uh, bet. Franz Wagner, 25 to 1, most improved player. Drew played. I played that as well. Um, and then the Raptors coach, coach of the year. Uh, Franz Wagner, you went Franz Wagner, number uh, most improved, huh? Most improved. I do have. I have a few most improved players, but I have three most. Yeah, improved I thought you players. had another. Yes, most well, I have Maxi at twenty to one. That's I got your guy, Maxie. as soon as it opened. I bet Maxi. So that number. I don't think there's many. I don't think they're close to. He's close to twenty to one now. He's one of the shorter shots in that market. Uh, I bet Desmond Bain thirty to one. Anything I think above twenty to one is still a good bet on him. You got Stephen Adams now. It's going to be out for the whole year. John Moran going to miss the beginning of the season. We've seen Desmond Bain get better and better here. He's going to have this great chunk of time at the beginning of the year to really put a stamp on that on that award because he's going to get a lot of usage rate with no John Moran. Markinen ended up winning it last year. Markinen ended up winning. Yep. I'm out for blood, which was a bit of a yeah departure from the already known to great. Sort of. Yeah. He had a great year. He had a great year. More NBA bets next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts' leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks. Betting splits, betting guides, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now and get access to everything we do through May 1st. For only $120 at Visa.com slash subscribe. That's where you got to go to get all of Drew Dinzik's plays for the NBA season. <laughs> and me, mine as well. And Dan Best versus Yeah, let, uh, let me pull back the curtain here a second. Uh, so Kelly was being uh, taken to task off air that he got all of Drew's plays opposite. But in fact, you got them all right, correct? And I stand by what I said. But again, you can go to Vison.com and check uh, check for yourself later today. The level of aggravation that this gave you, though, it's phenomenal. Uh, no, I love it. We get, like you said, we love our audience. We get great tweets. Yes. We're the best fans in the world. A lot of people really interested in, Drew, yes. in Drew's bets. I 100%. get it. Drew's great at betting the NBA. He said he's 10 games difference from the number. So yeah, and on. what did we talk about a lot? Alternate win totals. Go yes. bet them if they're out there. If they're out there. DraftKings. They're at DraftKings. They're go bet DraftKings. them. We work for DraftKings. Those still tell you to go bet them go they'll be fine don't worry whenever this state gets legalized betting here in nevada boy oh boy it's gonna be something else oh yeah yeah my uh, six man of the year shopping yeah um i had uh i got to shop around between uh one book is which book <laughs> caesar's 
<laughs> only do, only place in town. Do they have most the improved? Do they have most improved still there? Yeah, they got there. They got there. They got there. Okay. Yeah. I bet defensive player of the year yesterday. By the time I got off air, it was the best number in town was thirteen to one on Wembanyama at MGM. By the way, because Caesars had gone from fifteen to twelve. Which yeah, you probably had like two or three books to shop around for that one. Uh, two. Yeah, at least two. MGM and Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other, and the only other NBA uh, season-long bet I have, you and I both made, which is on Scoot to win Rookie of the Year at plus four sixty, which we made right here at Circa. Which I wasn't even going to bring up at first, Gil, just because the price difference most places right. is is so much shorter, and that we really bet it because of the price available. But I just saw at MGM when I was going to shop that they have plus four fifty up on oh, them right now. So there you go. I think it's a good position to take at least to start here. We always talk about it's the NBA; it's a long season. You can add futures along the way with. If prices drift, I, I just think I think there's a chance he, he could be great right out of the gates. What are your plays? And we'll get Dan Bespers to then poke holes in all of our plays. Yeah, that's afterwards. right. We got Dan standing by. So I, I think I went through all my awards bets. That's everything there. Uh, all, all else I got is win totals here. Um, I'll start at the top and work my way down. Nuggets under 53 and a half. Uh, it's a half uh, win better than they had a year ago. This roster not quite as good. Uh, I'm a line. JVT and a line. A little uh, hangover uh, on that, maybe? Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. JVT and a line on a couple of these. Cavs, I did go over 50 and a half. This is the same, same sort of handicap, just the opposite way. You're giving me a win total. It's a half win less than what they had a year ago, and this roster just got better. I'll bet over the 50 and a half. Bulls and Raptors. I bet under on both of these teams. Bulls under 38 and a half. Raptors under 37 and a half. So you're oppo, Drew. The opposite, Drew. Completely understand where Drew's coming from. If you told me that the Raptors had their roster for the entirety of the season, I think they're going over their win total. I don't think they're going to have their roster for their entirety of the season. Yeah, Pascal Siakam on, a, on an expiring deal. Uh, you th- I think he'll get moved here at some point. Gary Trent Jr. as well. There's a lot that could ha- happen in the middle of the season with this Raptors team. The things aren't going well. Same thing for the Bulls. DeMar DeRozan on an expiring deal. Could easily see him getting shipped away if this team's not uh, great out of the gates. Vucevic, uh, been a little disappointing since he got to Chicago. Big contract. I think they would love to get off their books. Uh, if they could. So unders, both Bulls and Raptors for me. Hawks over 42 and a half wins. I did not bet them to win the division, Gil. Why did I not bet them to win the division? It's not because of the Miami Heat. It's because this little team in Orlando that I think could be a little feisty. Really? That I'm not going to bet the Hawks to win division, but I am over their win total, 42 and a half. You're just a fan of the Southeast Division. I love this. I yeah. do love the Southeast Division for whatever reason. And the last one real quick, because I know Dan's standing by. I, the other one I'm oppo drew on, I went Pistons. This is not big. I did go Pistons over their 27 and a half. I think there's some good young young talent back there that I like in the back. Aren't those, I mean, let's just take your NBA brain out of this. Yeah. Aren't those low, literally low hanging fruit teams like the Wizards? When your season win total is that low, we talk about this in baseball. Even the worst teams figure out a way to win 50. Yeah. If not 60. Same thing in the NBA. Well, it's, it's, it's you got to really be bad. I think it's almost low. all sports, right? High-end yeah. win totals and low-end win totals. It's, high, it's hard to bet overs on high-end to win totals. Sure. It's hard to bet unders on low-end. Absolutely. Uh, Dan Bresmus joins us now for the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Assistant GM at Sports Ethos. Still gunning for that GM role. And now he tells us what uh, idiots we are for all of our bets. How you doing, Dano? <laughs> someday. Someday, man. I love that bit. I'm so happy. <laughs> That's who, who, you is, guys, who is the GM? Is he like, oh, got to keep Bespers down? Not, not actually sure we have a, a GM. Oh, okay. Well, Bruce is the site president. I think that it jumps straight down to me. So someday, man. And 
Do you remember that you guys called me the plain bagel on the show last year? I kind of want to go back to being the plain bagel again. <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> who, who would have said such a thing about you, Dano? That doesn't sound like I us. am a plain bagel. Yeah. I eat plain bagels, and as a human, I am a plain bagel. All right, my thoughts on uh, one, two, three, four, six. Those are six totals, I think. I was, I was scribbling them down as, uh, as Kelly was going through them. Uh, I am fully on board with the Nuggets under 53 and a half. That's a gigantic number for a team on a championship hangover. There's just no reason for them to have to press hard enough to get to that mark. Um, Cavs, I don't have really strong thoughts either way. I'll, I'll admit that was a team I actually had trouble reading last year on the day-to-day. Uh, so there could be a little bit of a weirdness, but they added shooting and that was something they needed. So that's good for them. Uh, Bulls and Raptors. That's just one where I didn't touch it because actually for the reasons that Kelly was talking about, you don't know who's going to be on that team at the halfway point. And so for me, that was just too much uncertainty for me to go either way on those two plays. Hawks, I have no idea if they don't stagnate this year. I might be on the other side of that one. If I had to lay a play on it, I'm not on either side of Hawks at 42 and a half. Uh, And Pistons is one that I've gone back and forth on a thousand times of all the ones that Kelly, you mentioned, that's one where I've been like, okay, but they actually try to want they want to try to win now. And Kate is back and their young guys are getting better, but are they actually good enough to get to that number? And sometimes just trying is enough. So if we assume they're not going for the full tank mode, uh, I actually do agree with you on the Pistons, um, but certainly of all the ones you mentioned, the Nuggets under, I think, is probably the one I like the most. Yeah, and, re- and real quick, the, the Pistons by far, that was a, that's the smallest bet of the ones that I, all the <laughs> ones funny. I listed. Yeah, because I'm kind of with you, Dan. I get it. I get where you're coming from you on did, that team. You did like a quarter loo on that one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, you have some of your own, though. You got five season win totals. What do you got? I do. And actually, there were six. I, I had Memphis over, but the Steven Adams news was a real buzzkill, him being out for the season. They lost a lot on the interior with that one because Brandon Clark still isn't back. And so it's going to be this Santi Aldama and Xavier Tillman thing going on that we saw late last year. Um, so that was one that I kind of got off of. The five that I do like, Suns under 51 and a half. I just think that team's going to take all kinds of time to gel. And they might be without Beal and Booker here on opening night already. So you've got health stuff to worry about. You've got chemistry stuff to worry about. And it's a giant number for a bunch of guys that got thrown together with a bunch of other dudes that got filled in on veterans minimum contracts. Uh, the Pacers over 38 and a half. I know I'm going out of order on uh, what's on the screen here. Uh, I like that one a lot. That was a team that was well on pace to break that number before Tyrese Halliburton got hurt last year. And then they kind of started shutting guys down at the end. I think that's a team again, where if you see them basically try for the season, They'll hit that mark. I'm trying to go as fast as I can here, guys. Uh, Kings under. They were the healthiest team in the NBA last year. That type of stuff. Maybe it happens a second time in a row, but I'm not inclined to believe that it does. The Thunder, I think, is the burden of expectations. I actually like that team a lot, but I think they made their gigantic leap last season. And I think there's a little bit of a plateauing this year as clubs uh, are able to scout them a bit better. And then the Wolves, I think people were underselling them. I think Mike Conley was a really nice pickup to steer that ship of a bunch of sort of mismatched weirdo pieces that he's able to bring together in a way that D'Angelo Russell was never going to be able to. I don't know what the heck's going to go on with Rudy Gobert and Cat in the front court. That's still a problem, but Anthony Edwards is amazing. And I like the way that Conley can get the pieces to fit a little bit better. And that is my lightning round. How'd I do? Well, you did great. I, I love that. Uh, Bucks and Celtics in whatever order are your best two teams in the East. Who's the third best team? Oh, my goodness. I wasn't ready for that one. Um, Sorry. 
this? How about the Sixers getting back in there again after this Harden game? <laughs> Dan, Dan just throwing out a team. Right? How about the Sixers? <laughs> um, could be the Cavs too. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. Uh, what is the conventional wisdom take that you find the hardest to get on board with? Oh my goodness. That's another really hard question. Um, what is a conventional? What if it so, is? So like in other, you, in some ways you did that with a thunder by going under on the thunder, right? Because so many people love them. Uh, do, are you as bullish on the Clippers as some are? We have a couple of Clippers no. loving analysts here at the network. Let, let, yeah, me, I mean, there's, let me go this go way, ahead. Dan. Of all the Western Conference, everybody in the national media wants to say it's so crowded, so many good teams. Which of the good teams is not going to be a good team this year? Mm, okay. Uh, how about... He didn't like that any yeah, better. I, no, I didn't like that. <laughs> good try, I, I got the Kings under, so maybe that's like not cool of me, but I think they slowed down okay. a little bit. That's an answer. Uh, Dan, Drew, JVT, all on the King is under. I like it. Everybody on the yep. King is under. What could go wrong? Dano, <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. At Dan Vespers, B-E-S-B-R-I-S on Twitter. We've done all we can do. Best Bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 